Welcome to another episode of No One Knows Anything, um, episode 15. And we're just going to dive right into it because I'm talking about a topic that I've been experiencing for the past two years. My guest has been experiencing for the past two years. Yes, it's a pandemic. I know everyone's been living through it, but um, I've touched a little bit on this in past episodes. We're going to really get into it today. The topic is pandemic teaching. And I know I've kind of tried to stray away from like just talking about the pandemic on this podcast, but I think it's really important. Um, Again, I'm not a teacher, but I work in a school, so I can speak from experience. And let me tell you, like if there's something that will give you the definition of no one knows anything, ask a school staff member their life for the past two years, because they will tell you that it is wild. I have never felt more like I've had no idea what I'm doing in my life. And it is every day, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3 p.m. for the past two years. And I'm really excited to get into it. I think a lot of people, like, they get it, but I really don't think they get it. Um, And I don't know. I just think it's time to shed a little light, maybe talk a little shit. That's all. Um, So my guest this week is Claire, a.k.a. Claire. Um, she she is my girl. I love Claire. Hello. Um, she, she's here. There she is. Um, Claire is a special education teacher. So I'm a speech therapist. Claire's a special ed teacher. And she works like in a specialized school. So I think when some people outside of like the realm of elementary or outside of education think school, they sometimes just think like, oh, like public school. But Claire works in a specialized school for just students with special needs, varying degrees of need. So I'll let her get into that in a minute. Um, She lives in Pittsburgh. She has a huge family. She's one of eight kids, which is crazy. Um, And I know Claire through my friend Corey from It's Wednesday My Dudes podcast. I'm always giving those guys shout outs on this. Like it's free advertising. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't think they do. Um, So, but go Claire for making your appearance on No One Knows Anything Before Corey. I I mean, I'm into it. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. So um, Claire's doing the Lord's work because she is Corey's girlfriend. So, (laughs) oh, he's a good boy. (laughs) Yeah, he is a good boy. Um, So, Claire, you want to say hi to the people? Sure. Hello, everyone. There she is. That's Claire. (laughs) Um, So, like I said, you are an elementary age range Mm -hmm. special ed teacher. So, can you kind of talk a little bit about like your day-to-day like the kinds of kids you work with the kinds of things you do and then we can kind of talk about like the shit show that's been the past two years sure yeah so as Denise said I work in an all special ed school um I teach elementary life skills so my students are younger um not super young but you know my youngest is eight and my oldest is 13 um my students are all diagnosed with autism Uh, Many of them also have intellectual disabilities, so they're lower functioning students, um, but they're perfect in every way. I love them so much. Um, They're very challenging. It's a challenging job, but I love it. Um, To be honest, I really, when I started out in college, I did not want to do special ed. I kind of had to just because of the program that I was in. Um, I wanted to just do elementary, but there was only the dual major option of elementary and special ed. So, you know, I kind of, I had to do it. 
anyway, um, ended up loving special ed, did a couple student teaching experiences and figured out that this is exactly where I want to be. Um, with the pandemic, a <laughs> little different. <laughs> is it still where you want to be? You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's where I want to be anymore. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's such a day-to-day job at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, it's definitely changed a lot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel the same exact way. I mean, I always knew that and I've talked about this before. I've always knew, always knew I wanted to go into education, mm-hmm. thought I wanted to be a teacher, failed all my teaching classes, like the <laughs> ones that actually teach you how to be a teacher. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll do speech. And like, it's very like, I have a very heavy special ed caseload. Yeah. Also, some of my kids are, you know, typical kids and we work on the typical like R's and S's and L's, mm-hmm. like when people think speech therapists, right. but I also have kids with autism and cognitive delays and things Mm -hmm. like that so I totally feel you on that and I think that specifically this pandemic has affected all kids I'm not denying that absolutely I think especially these higher needs kids yes it is kind of mind-blowing how Mm. much they've been affected yeah and sometimes I think because I'm in it every day yeah that I'm blinded by it right But then, like, we'll have a break or, you know, we'll have the weekend. And I think about, like, my week ahead and I'm like, I'm just like, I could not imagine being these tiny humans. I I always refer to them as my tiny humans. Well, that's what they are. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're so cute, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Has your mindset changed around, like, teaching and being in the classroom since the pandemic started? I would say, yeah, absolutely. I feel like it would be impossible for it not to. You know, before it was like, I looked forward to going to work. I enjoyed being there. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy being in the classroom physically still. But since the pandemic, you know, I honestly feel like it is just going through the motions. I was just telling my coworkers today, I was like, like, does not feel like there is any point. You know, I don't know. Like, I was in the classroom Monday, Tuesday, and today thinking, all right, like we almost made it through a full week of not shutting down and going virtual. And then the nurse called my classroom and said, yeah, Claire, your room is shut down till February 7th. So yeah. it's just, you're, you're out of here. kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if your mindset, you have to change your mindset. Otherwise you'll go down in flames. You know, yeah, I've just, I, agree. I don't know. I've learned kind of I hate to say this, but like become numb to the whole thing because otherwise I will be panicking every day. And don't get me 100%. wrong, I still am, but <laughs> yeah, manageable. no, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. You have to, you almost just have to remove yourself like mentally from it, yes. go through the motions to get through some days, mm-hmm. which is horrible because like you and I are very similar. And I think anyone right. who works in education who like genuinely loves their job has a similar mindset. Of it's like, I've never thought that I'd be like not in a school like in my head I was always just like you know I loved being in school I had great school experiences Mm -hmm. this is what I want to do as a job and like I got this job I was very excited I'm like everything's working out I had one normal school year (laughs) my first year working and then the pandemic hit oh my gosh yeah so this and it's kind of crazy to think like this is all I've known and I, I find myself thinking, like, is this all I ever want to know? Like, I don't know if I can handle that. And I think it's, I, you know, it's, it is about the kids and, you know, I'm not denying that. But I also think that the toll it takes on school staff and educators has been so overlooked. And yep. I think initially we were like the heroes and now it's like, 
you need to get my kid back to where they need to be. And it's like, I'm sorry. We've all been living through this shit show. Yes, that's my job. But I also have to take care of myself. Like, I have never felt more out of control Mm -hmm. in, in every aspect of my life than I have the past two years. I know it's a lot of people have felt that. But a lot of people, and Claire and I were kind of talking before we started recording, like, a lot of people can just take their computers. Like if you had a corporate job, you can take your computer and you're like, oh, this is great. I can work from my couch. And like you yeah. have that option and all you did was change locations. We had to change locations and reinvent the wheel in 24 hours, basically. Yep. Yeah. And for the sake of these kids, like act like everything is normal when it's yes. very much not normal. <laughs> yep. And I mean, I don't know about your kids. Mine can tell when things are not normal. I mean, absolutely. They are so intuitive. It is crazy. So the second something is askew, like today, for example, it's like the nurse called, you know, I'm, I'm panicking. My classroom aides are panicking. Everyone's chattering, you know, oh, are we going to go home? Like what's going on? What'll happen? And then it's like, you know, the kids get noisy. They start to get upset. Like they can read the room better than anyone I know. And it's just, it is so hard to act normal, but that is exactly what we are expected to do. And it stinks. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just no fun. Yeah. And I yeah. think, I think it's just so it's mentally, just so mentally taxing, taxing and exhausting, and exhausting yes. to, yeah. to just be just in a school in building school sometimes. And I feel bad I saying feel that, bad but, I think, but I think that's just reality. And that's the point of this podcast. And it's like, everything mm-hmm. might look like, oh, the kids are back in school. Yeah, they just have masks on. It is so much more than them and us having masks on. And I agree. It's just the this vicious cycle where, like, I go in and I'm like, you know, I see these kids and I'm like, I have to be positive for them. And then I'm like, but I'm not taking care of myself. But then I'm like, oh, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not happy, then I can't be happy for them. And then they're going to know things aren't normal. And then it's like this vicious cycle that I go through every single day. Every day. Every day. And it's like the people in the school, adults, nobody's positive. It's like the negativity. But it's like, it's so hard to be positive, mm-hmm. but then you can just feel the negativity and it's like, oh my gosh, like no wonder these kids are like, you know, no wonder we can't get anything done. No wonder nobody's motivated. Like, exactly. It's very it's misery loves company. Yeah. And yep. you, because you mm-hmm. can only be so positive for so long. I feel like yeah. in March, I was like, you know what? Like March, 2020 now, mm-hmm. two years ago. Like I'm just, wow. that is just crazy to me. I know. I like, wow. And I talked to my coworkers like, and I'm just like, I really think that I have like suppressed that part of work. And I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people have, but I have suppressed from March, 2020 to June, 2020. I have suppressed it so much that I actually like can't remember it because yeah. like the, tr- it's, it was traumatic. Yes. And I don't think people realize that because it was just like, oh, everyone's home. But not only Mm -hmm. do I have to worry about myself, but I also have a caseload of 45 to 50 kids that I have to worry about. Exactly. Like, and like you especially, like your kids, they need the routine. They need consistency. They need things every single day. Yeah. So it's rough. Like it's, I can barely get them to attend when I'm in person. How am I going to get them to attend through the computer? (laughs) I know. I really, and I'm at the point where I tell my parents, I'm like, 
okay, we're virtual again. Like, they, (laughs) at this point, probably hate me. Not that it is literally out of my control, which is something I have kind of learned Mm -hmm. to, I have to accept that. But the teachers are the ones who have to deal with the backlash of, you know, every time we go virtual, who was it? You know, who is it? What? Yeah. Why? I don't understand. My kid needs to be in school. But yeah, it's just you cannot predict it. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I think, like I said, I think people working in schools, teachers especially, I I mean, I've always said I could never be a classroom teacher. Gen ed, special ed, anything. Like I work with them, but like I give them back after 30 minutes. Like I don't have to, <laughs> <laughs> like I can rotate through my kids. Um, like can choose a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but I think that we're school staff and teachers were like oh they're the heroes they changed everything and now it's like oh well why isn't my kid normal well maybe because shit's not normal yeah exactly and they're they're very i mean and i'm not going to call out parents but they're you know i'm gonna call them out i don't think they listen to the podcast if they do i don't it's i don't care true we're being honest (laughs) it's just honesty (laughs) exactly yeah and it's just like a psa like be nice to the people who are spend choosing to spend their days educating your children keeping them safe making sure they're healthy making sure they're fed sometimes making sure they have clean clothes it's so much more than like the education making sure that their mental health is intact making sure that they're Mm -hmm. not significantly impacted by this pandemic making sure that you know they have friends or are still able to socialize can communicate without a mask like that's my (laughs) wheelhouse you know what i mean or with a mask i should say right just like there's so much more than your kid you know, learning the new common core math. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I know. And I, I mean, feel like the I'm not the parent. You should be the parent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, we have parents who it's like, and they're frustrated. I get it. I do not blame them. Like it would be hard. This is not their job. You know, it is our job, but some of it isn't. Right. But <laughs> we do it anyway. But what I was going to say was it's like, They, I feel like, are just so, they're, like, at a point of desperation. They don't know what to do anymore, you know? And so, unfortunately, it comes at the classroom staff. Yeah. The school staff. Like, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. I know. And you just want to be like, don't shoot the messenger, kind of. Like, we're all just just trying the best we can. And it's like, sure, acknowledge that you're frustrated. That is fine. I am, too. But, like try to be nice like I can't control I didn't make the decision believe me like we would all be having in-person instruction because (laughs) virtual just is not feasible for these kids yeah like it's not no and I feel like sometimes I just think it's really overlooked that we are also human beings and we all we have our own stress on top of your Mm -hmm. kids stress that like we take home with us on top of the family stress that we take home with us like (laughs) I have also like my own Denise stress. And let me tell you what, like it's a whole different piece. Like, and I don't need you yelling at me. (laughs) Right. Like stop yelling at me in the parking lot when I'm trying to just give you your kid. Exactly. That'd be great. Exactly. (laughs) That would be wonderful. Yeah. And oh, oh man. And I, yeah, it's just sometimes I think about it and I'm, I actually can't believe that. We're in the situation to begin with, yeah. that we're still in the situation. And the other thing that I've noticed, and I've talked, I had a whole episode on burnout mm-hmm. and the burnout that I've experienced in the past two years, especially this year when like we were supposed to go back to like quote unquote normal and we're supposed to like really be 
normal, normal. when like it's very much still not normal. Yeah. Like I am working three times as hard and I'm doing three times as much and I'm seeing half the results, half the if progress that. in my kids. If like, that, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If that, yeah. like I have each quarter we have to do progress notes for our kids based on goals and it won't bore the people listening like but it's just basically you give updates on the kids how they're doing and they're probably 50 percent of my kids are exactly the same in the exact same spot in terms of their goals and reaching their goals as they were in september and i know it's not me because listen i think i'm a good therapist i know i'm a good therapist you know what i mean like i are it's not me but on paper it looks like me And no parent or administrator or, you know what I mean? Like, no one's (laughs) going to want to hear it. Meanwhile, the kid was on quarantine for two weeks. Then someone in their class tested positive, so their entire class was out. Then maybe I had to take a mental health sick day. God forbid I'm out for a day of school and I miss a session. Like, but because on paper, so it doesn't look like it, all the fingers start everyone is just very quick to blame other people so i think from the outside it's like school staff are heroes but like come inside the walls of a school building for just (laughs) an hour and i will you will see a totally different place i know yeah i mean we just did our first quarter progress notes again will not bore anyone (laughs) but it is so true like either there's no data Or the data doesn't show any sort of progress. So I'm like literally taking a fine tooth comb going through to try to figure out how I can like say something positive about progress. Yep. But it is all, it has to be, it's data related, you know, like if it's not that the proof is in the pudding, if it's not there, it's not there. And I don't know what else to say. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And there's there, and I'm not, this is not like a dragging every parent and every person kind of thing like, there are some parents who are like i get Amazing. it and i'm like yeah. thank god for those people because otherwise i don't think i would make it it's actually very funny and very fitting that this week so each week um i get or not each week each month i get a, like a magazine from my national whatever and mm-hmm. like speech organization and the title of this week's this month's magazine is two years in dot 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 are the kids all right question mark (laughs) like the fact that that is that's the front page main article in that magazine like the answer is no exactly (laughs) no the kids are not all right the school staff are not all right no one's all right but that's also okay right and i think that's where this the disconnect is yeah people it's true we think that we have to be 100 percent all the time like you don't and i think that's just like the teacher's educator <laughs> mentality is like you gotta you gotta put on your song and dance that's the job <laughs> kind of thing i mean it's true yeah it's it's really crazy but it's just this is a psa check in on your teacher and educator friends because it's tough They're and i and fun. i know there's and i know there's other professions out there who are dealing with yes. much worse healthcare workers, yes. everything like that. I'm not discrediting anybody else. This is just like mine and Claire's experience. We have similar exactly. ones working within the walls of a school building. And I don't think that unless you are an educator, you realize what's going on. I agree. And the stress yeah. and the mental toll that it takes on the people trying to share and 
help these small tiny humans get them through the day (laughs) yeah like literally and some days that's all it is some weeks that's all it's some days i get to friday and i'm just like nothing was nothing nothing productive was done i know know what that's okay yeah because they're safe Mm -hmm. and they're happy and healthy hopefully so exactly yeah and that at the end of the day that's all that matters yep to us again not everyone sees it that way yep but to us but exactly yeah I mean, I mean, if you got a it's corporate job, if you're listening to this and you're like t- tapping away, writing your emails for a corporate job, and I know corporate jobs are more than sending emails, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure we're going to get like <laughs> someone yelling at me, but be thankful for it today. Just yep. take one day. Be thankful that you can send an email from your couch because Claire and I mm-hmm. don't have that option. And no way. No, Claire has to, <laughs> let's put it in perspective. Claire has to go to, physically go to work tomorrow. <laughs> To teach students who are not going to be in the building. If that is not the most upside down bullshit Dr. Seuss crap you've ever heard. Yeah. It is backwards. Yeah. I don't... It is extremely backwards. I don't even know what that is. Micromanagement. I have no clue. I just do as I'm told yeah. at this point. And that's the other thing. Like, you might have to go out this week. But, like, maybe if, God forbid, knock on wood, like, your class has to right. go out again. Though it could be changed. Maybe they'll be like, you know yeah. what? Everyone's home. And it's like, yeah. what's the difference? I know. <laughs> and how do you decide it? Yeah. Like, literally. I'm like, what happens in that little nurse's office of yours? Mm-hmm. School nurse's office where they're like, oh, this time. No, no, no. Staff can come. Students cannot. Right. But not next time. I'm like, what? I know. Sometimes <laughs> they'll be like, you know, that's just the rule. And I'm like, who? <laughs> f- give me the name of the person who made this rule. That yeah. I just want to ask, like. Is, where'd you get it from? Did you get it from yeah. someone else? Is it coming from the president? Who Whose yeah. rule is this? I know. No wonder parents are flipping out. <laughs> like, there's no clarity on anything. I'm like, if all they did was just write, like, a little cheat sheet, like, yeah. COVID closure rolls, just do it. Yeah. Okay? If it's, I mean, I know none of this is black and white. That is very clear to this point. But just try, like, something. I don't know. Anything. Exactly just every day try. i'm like what a, it's just like a joke it really my, is my, my we almost, anyway <laughs> i need like a flow chart like if situation yeah. a happens and then solution b happens then you do this but yes. if situation c happens then you do this yeah and if you're yeah. if you're stuck somewhere in the middle and you were close contact but then you haven't seen them in 72 hours and you were half yeah. masked and you didn't sneeze near them then you can stay in school it's like yeah, it's what? bizarre what in the hell <laughs> yeah my school has like a less than 15 minutes role <laughs> so like for for example like if you were my speech therapist okay and you were pushing into my classroom as long as you could treat a kid, which I assume that many speech therapists cannot do this in 15 minutes, treat a kid successfully in 15 minutes, and then there was a positive COVID case in the room, you're good. If it was under 15 minutes, you are good. <laughs> I'm like, what? The it's hell? like it's like the 15 minute mark when COVID just like comes out of the gates and like starts. Yeah, people yeah. Up. I'm like, okay, that's when it wakes up after 15 yeah. minutes. I can't. 16 minutes. Yeah, off. you're in trouble. You're in big trouble after 16 minutes. Oh, man. It's so ridiculous. The more I talk about it, it's so ridiculous. There's just, like, more. It's, like, layers. I just feel like we're peeling away the layers. Yeah. And, like, you know what? I'm – listen, there's not many followers or listeners for this little thing, but if there's one person out there that's listening to this and you're like, shit, I didn't realize, like, (laughs) how bad it really is, then my work here is done. That's so true. Yep. 
like it might look that like oh you know what we reinvented the wheel education wasn't touched nope literally (laughs) this is the definition of no one knows anything no one knows what's going on from hour to hour like within the school day Mm -hmm. so let this be your psa people oh i hate it yeah it's gives me nausea to think about it yeah <laughs> well we'll get off of it because i'm puking on the pod <laughs> but we're gonna go into tell me your tops which again like okay. each week i love to hear people's ratings of arbitrary things so mm-hmm. we will talk about pandemic teaching and then we'll get into like a fun one so what would be your if there's like a new teacher or someone who's like having a rough go or mm-hmm. Like, what would be your top three ways to tell them to, like, just get through pandemic teaching? Or if even someone from the outside was like, how are you doing it? Like, what are you telling them? What's Claire doing to stay sane? <laughs> okay, so I did. I took a couple of notes for this one. So, you know, I thought about it. And my day-to-day, I literally have no idea are we going to be in person tomorrow? Will I be driving the 30 minutes in the freezing cold weather to work tomorrow or not? Many days it's yes. Many days it is no. Anyway, if I were trying to give advice to a new teacher, somebody who has, you know, trying to figure this whole thing out, I honestly would say you kind of have to realize, and this was hard for me, that these decisions are completely, like, out of your control. Mm -hmm. You have no control over... Who is shutting down the school and when? I mean, honestly, one COVID case at my school. Every school is very different. And this is the other thing. Every school is very different right. with their protocols. You can't compare. Exactly. Mine is a little more, um, I don't know if strict is the word. We just have like a lot more moving parts. We have students who have a lot of medical right. involvements um, with, you know, compromised immunities. So we kind of have to look at that faucet as well. But I would just say realizing that the decisions are completely out of your control is definitely something I would, that's my top for sure. Agreed. And that was very hard for me too, as someone who thrives on just like having a grip on the whole situation. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it is. And it's like, you know, we get the call that we're shutting down and it's like, well, okay, well, what could I have done differently? You know, should I have not had certain staff push in should i have not sent certain kids to therapy but no like these kids need what they need and it's just out of my control yeah you can only live like in what's happening right now because in 15 minutes it could change so yeah yeah i also think it's so important and this is kind of cliche just think about the kids Mm -hmm. they can read the room they know the negativity they can tell so i just think we have to stay positive i mean Absolutely. They can tell the difference between a grumpy, miserable teacher and a positive, bubbly personality. Yeah. I honestly, I, I promise you. Yeah. It's so and funny believe you me. said the word grumpy because yesterday, <laughs> oh my God, this is going to make me sound terrible. Or yesterday, two days ago, I had a group of like third grade boys and uh-huh. we're doing our work and like I just wasn't feeling it they were just doing things that were irritating me and mm-hmm. I don't even feel bad saying that they're kids it happens if you ask any they're teacher third grade boys they're gonna say that they have days where they want to put all the kids through a wall it's just that's facts yeah and yeah. one of them turned to me he was like are you grumpy and I was like no he said you seem pretty grumpy <laughs> I'm like I am kind of grumpy <laughs> like I yeah. I'm just admit it I'm, I can't fool these kids yeah. so like I know 
I know. And it is so hard to turn it off and turn it on. Yeah. But it's like you walk through the doors and you're like, all right. Yep. I'm going to be, I have to be fake, annoying, positive. Yeah, because like the show ponies. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I mean, believe me, I have days and times where I am like a complete, like, miserable bitch in the classroom. <laughs> and nobody gets it. Like, the kids don't work for me. They don't That's work amazing. for me. They, like... <laughs> literally will like do bad stuff on purpose yeah. and then laugh and i'm like all right like i'm getting nowhere yeah clear like this is literally on we're purpose, all done so. let's just go home yeah put a movie on <laughs> many many movie days <laughs> yeah moana. Oh, moana every week <laughs> um and then the third i honestly would say if you have good co-workers and good um close friends at work to vent to Mm -hmm. I really think that I definitely think that helps and here's the thing and I want to say co-workers versus just friends in general because not everybody is a teacher and my family and friends who aren't teachers probably get so annoyed at me literally bitching and moaning about the pandemic teaching in the pandemic all the time because I feel like it is all I do oh yeah but you know, if you have good coworkers, I mean, that's they're solid people. You can really vent to them and they get it. Right. You have an so. outlet of people who are experiencing the same thing. And I'm sure there's yep. going to be plenty of people who don't make it this far in this episode of the podcast. And that's OK, <laughs> because, yeah. listen, if this was someone complaining, like in a field that I had nothing to know, like I would be like, eh, they're just complaining. Mm-hmm. I don't think I we know. did. I think we were literally stating facts and it's just to bring light True. to the fact of like what's really True. going on. And I hope people got this far in the podcast. But if you're not that's okay but like you said like even like you and i like we don't work in the same state let alone we don't have the same job but like we're educators we know what's going on we know the absolute shit show that it is and it's just yes misery loves company but we just want to feel validated like i just want to know that like what i'm feeling and experiencing is not a me thing and it just the validation is like you can't compare no no you really can't and there's not yeah. many if unless you are an educator you do not understand this specific type of sh- stress and situation that we've been going through i right. that's a really good point that's what i would say yeah those are my t- good co-workers you need yeah. them shout out my co-workers <laughs> you know who you are love you <laughs> <laughs> um those walls have heard some crazy things let me tell you <laughs> i know <laughs> i have my classroom and then every classroom has like a workroom. It's like a little office, mm-hmm. basically. And it's I share an office with the art teacher. And I have since I started. And we have become so close. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. But there's like a third. Like one of the behavior specialists is like the third to our little trio of. Yep. I don't want to say gossip. We're just, we're friends and we're coworkers. And we are all going through the same thing. Right. And it's like every day, 8.15 a.m., get in here. Yeah. And it's just chatting. understood that whatever you say. <laughs> yeah stays within those walls and it's not like you're bad mouthing anyone you just need an outlet and you need someone to share this information with because if it sits on your brain and like on your heart like you will go insane yeah yep it's so true (laughs) find good co-workers across the board whether you work in a school or not find all you need is find the janitor i don't give a shit who you talk to like literally anyone in the building Mm -hmm. those are good ones i think those would be my three too like just yeah that's all you can do. I know. I know. I I, re- I don't know what else. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, it's clearly about the kids. Right. But it's also 
but it's well, also it's about, about us, us as humans be, and as people yeah experiencing yeah. the stress so i agree mm-hmm. yeah all right there's not really a good like pivot here because we're going to talk about condiments <laughs> but, like, <laughs> i was trying to think Let's of talk one. about hot sauce <laughs> I was trying to think one, but there's not one. And like, I like to think I'm pretty clever, but there, right. there was no you just know what? It's fine. smoothly going mm-hmm. into that. So mm-hmm. now word on the street from Corey is that you're a big like condiment sauce dipping gal, which Love I am them. myself. So mm-hmm. if you could only pick like five condiments to use for the rest of your life, five, I, and I feel like five is a lot. That's and a, lot. a top one. Like I want to know like okay. number one, you can only have that for the rest of your life. What's okay. it going to be? So I'll give my I'll give five, but in no particular order. Perfect. She gets it. She's so, a professional podcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you and I were kind of casually chatting about honey mustard, so that's on my list. Easy, easy. Like goes with everything. I mean, I could go into depth about all of these, but I won't. <laughs> that would be weird. That's a different podcast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> honey mustard for sure. Um, hot sauce. It's a good one. I kind of have a newfound love for hot sauce. And I don't know if sriracha is the same or different than it. You could, throw, you could lump it in if you need a, if you need an extra space. I think, yeah. Yeah, All I right. feel like well, it is. Okay. For now, I'll say hot I'll sauce, allow honey it. mustard, sriracha. Okay. Perfect. Barbecue sauce. Classic. I like barbecue sauce Me a too. lot. Um, so that's three or four? Three. That's four technically. That's three, three, technically four. Okay. Uh, it's tough. I know. I mean, like, it depends what I'm eating. <laughs> There's so many variables. I know. I think ranch has got to be a big yeah, one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would I say, I mean, too. you can dip anything in ranch. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, yeah. Anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything. I have a student who is obsessed with barbecue sauce. I kid you not, he dips his Nutri-Grain bar in barbecue sauce see that it's there's disgusting. i don't have many lines when it comes to like a dip <laughs> but i think that's where my line is yeah so like the first couple weeks of school i let him he was new to me i was like you know i don't want to ruin any relationships quite yet so i let him do it and then i got to the point where i was like asking around i was like would you guys let your student do this yeah and they were like absolutely not so yeah because then yeah, you like you risk that. them going out into the community and they're di- it's just yep it's, it's just it becomes acceptable and it's not yeah. it's just one of those things you gotta kibosh it i agree yep <laughs> yep exactly i totally agree so from yeah. that list like what's your top what's your who's your golden boy i'm going hot sauce really and here's why you can put hot sauce on anything yeah breakfast lunch or dinner you're right okay uh, I just put hot sauce on Corey and I made breakfast pizza okay. last weekend. Hot sauce all over it. Yeah. It was delicious. I mean, I just, yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's like, I mean, I don't think anyone cares about this, but I never like got into hot sauce, I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's like a newfound love for me. Yeah. I just one day I was like, why does everyone like, what is the hype? And I tried and I was like, oh, damn, that's Yeah, I, if, I'll eat it sometimes. I think honey mm-hmm. mustard has to be my go-to. And people are okay. like, you can't put it on everything. You you yeah. can, though. You 100% yeah. can. And it also depends on the honey mustard. Mm-hmm. I That, I could do an entire 45-minute podcast on the different variations of honey mustard. Do you and like more them. honey or more mustard? I like perfectly in the middle. 
Like, okay. and I can't just, like, it's that perfect color. I hate when yep. there's seeds in it. I don't want to chew my honey oh, mustard. Get your no. mustard seeds out of my honey mustard. <laughs> I don't want it. not a snack. Okay. Um, yellow mustard or Dijon mustard in your honey mustard? Yellow. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I'm more Dijon, but not like the crunchy seed type. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. See, we could do a whole. I could. That's, I really could. I I'm not even be, saying <laughs> being saying that to be funny. Like I could actually do a whole podcast. Yeah. On honey I mustard. Mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It wouldn't be hard either. No. Exactly. <laughs> well, Claire, this was great. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like we we made our point. Like we weren't we preachy. Did. We were just kind of like check in on your educator friends. Yep. Because yep. it looks like everything's back to normal and it's business unusual and it's not. It's very much <laughs> nope. not. And I don't, unfortunately, think it's going to be anytime soon. Um, I agree. Definitely not this school year. I mean, maybe there's hope for September, but I'm not optimistic. I'm cautiously I optimistic. Hope. Me too. Me too. So. You gotta be. Yeah, you have to be. That's that's mm-hmm. all there is to it. And you know what? At the end of the day, no one knows anything. <laughs> Mic drop, baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you want to listen and you really like the podcast and you want to support your girl, you can go rate five stars on Apple podcasts. Um, every Thursday I drop on Spotify and Apple. You can follow on Instagram at no one knows underscore pod for information, updates, support the podcast. I've been putting like some polls, things like that. Just having a grand old time over there. So again, Claire, thank you so much. And if you are listening, I will talk to you again soon. 